Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. Radio. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. It's still going on. There's six games left. Uh, one of them is tonight, so probably by the time you're listening to this, there are five games left. Good for us. We've made it almost. Um, I mean, we'll see. Again, still five games left, but I think we've made it. Charlie's not here. Uh, there's varying reports on his degree of aliveness, so we'll see about that. Uh, but let's get to the people who are here and lead it off with Stephalicious D, Steph Driver. It is Cabaret Cream Egg season, and this is my favorite time of year. So when Kelly tells you guys about the podcast, or the tailgate, I'm sorry, if you happen to bring some Cadbury Cream Eggs, you will make some very quick friends in should, Steph Driver is all I'm saying. Should we do offerings? An Bring egg offerings. Hunt? Should we do an Easter egg hunt where only Steph searches for Cadbury eggs? <laughs> oh fuck me! Now I want to do an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> now I want to do an Easter egg hunt. Oh, just want to do thing. I love Cadbury eggs, but I like the the caramel. I do not like the cream. I find the cream off putting. There's nothing wrong with the caramel ones. Absolutely nothing wrong. They're delicious, but. The cream eggs, like, they're S-tier for me. These are directly, like, nectar from the gods. They came directly one. from Mount Olympus. I haven't had they're one very in so sweet. long. Maybe I like them now. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Can't hurt to try. You know what I should, you know what, Can't you know hurt what to I try. should get into? Maybe we more should have an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> you do need more stuff that'll kill you. Yeah. What are we putting in the fucking Easter eggs? That's, a, you know. Stickers and magnets. Magnets won't fit in an Easter egg. Stickers. We're not doing this. I'm gonna be hammered when and I cash. Show up. <laughs> cash. Oh fuck. Cash. One quarters. Who's cash? Just quarters, though. Yeah, right. Who's cash? Quarters. quarters. I'm getting one ESPN. roll of quarters. I have an ESPN mug full of change. This is like my break glass in That's case it. of emergency. Like, <laughs> if I need gas, hold on. I've got quarters. Should, <laughs> should we sprinkle in some blood pressure pills? Like, here you <laughs> yeah. go. If you find the egg that has the one sticker I'm willing to give away in it, you win a prize. The prize is me saying, hey, you won. There's no actual prize. The prize is also the sticker. And perhaps a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Come to our tailgate. Find eggs with quarters inside. What could be better? And then everybody throws them on the ice. I'm going to workshop this because I'm having so much fun thinking about it. Could you imagine hiding little plastic eggs throughout a parking lot? That's On people's tires. I don't know how many people are getting hit by cars if this happens. Seriously. (laughs) It's Philly's opening weekend. Maybe we should not. 
Maybe yeah. we should not. All right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Cadbury cream eggs. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and the flyby herself, Kelly Hinkle. Is there still a flyby? There is still a flyby. Oh, okay, good. It's like my, the only thing I do with the website. I have to keep it going. Perfect. Yeah, the only thing you do at the website, which is essentially yeah, it. build it from scratch and do it all herself. Like, I think that I'm taking over this beginning of the show, and I'm sorry, but I really, like, we really, we being the listeners and everyone who is not Kelly Hinkle, like, really need to tell Kelly how amazing oh, no. she is. And oh, no. no. Or at least, at least acknowledge, because Kelly is the only one that saved this website. Don't tell me. I'll be so uncomfortable if people say nice things to me. So so don't say it to her. Just subscribe to the website. Could you please? Because Kelly single-handedly pulled it together. Preferably the Andrew McDonald tier. I have to, so, so, if I'm talking now, um, one person has signed up for the Andrew McDonald tier, which I think what is What is the matter hilarious. with you? <laughs> I hope this person listens to the podcast. They have to. I hope it's real. There's a seven-day free trial attached to your subscription uh. right now. So there is a possibility that they could just be fucking with us. But if if the Andrew McDonald subscription goes through, I'm literally going to find out who this human being is, and I'm going to send them many gifts in the mail. Well, um, if, So if you also want many gifts, Andrew McDonald's here. Just saying. If, if, if feet picks, you. maybe. Um. <laughs> oh, I'll, listen to me. Listen to me closely, <laughs> listeners of Broad Street Hockey Radio. If you sign up for the Andrew McDonald tier and you want feet pics, I'll send you feet pics all day. I will too. All day like, long. Well, with you will get a variety of feet pics. <laughs> you so know, the, the Andrew Mc, like signing up for it for the free trial, that's a real funny joke until day eight happens. And if you're, and you anything, forgot. If you're anything like me and free trials, you're getting charged. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, $100 will be missing from your bank account, and you will have no idea why. I'm like, oh, the Andrew McDonald's here. What a funny joke I played on myself. <laughs> I, just I would just charged... like to say, though. No, go ahead. No, I just got charged full price for the Inquirer, and I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, I, when this show ends, I have Every to call. Time. That's You have to call and cancel. And it's of like, of course I, you do. It, what? I have to call on a phone? That's ridiculous. But I'm going to do it because I ain't paying 15 bucks for the news. Yeah, so the, the new website has been live since Saturday, April 1st. You're listening. We're recording this on the 4th. Um, and without being gross and, like, begging you, I would just like to say that while I understand that everyone has subscription fever and you have to subscribe to everything now, and that's really fucking annoying, um... $5 a month will get you access to fun articles, but it will also support what I think is the best Flyers community in the entire world. So you're not really just paying $5 a month for articles. You're paying $5 a month to keep this thing alive. It's the cost of a cup of coffee or 1.5 gallons of gasoline Like, it's not a lot of money for a lot of people, and if you can afford $5 a month to keep us in business, that would be really great. Um, Please understand that no one is really going to get rich off of this website at this point. Hi, Papa. At this point, I'm just trying to keep the lights on. That so cat if you're is on the starving fence, to death, people. Can the you cat not is hear? starving to death. Can you not hear it, please? 
Foppa hasn't been fed in weeks. He will not Listen rest. Listen to him. He will not rest until you subscribe. This Maybe is the only reason I want to do Lindros video tier. is for the cat. Like, okay. the only reason I want to do video <laughs> is for Foppa's, like, cameo appearances. Um, yeah, so, you know, just think about it. I know it's annoying to have to pay for things. I don't want anyone to have to pay for this website. I don't want anyone to have to pay us to, like, keep doing it. But, like, this is just the reality of the universe that we live in right now. And it's either this or we can be, you know, Philadelphia hockey immediately and have a bunch of dumb, stupid ads and sell all of your personal data to advertisers and also pump out 14 shitty articles a day with pictures of our televisions as the the photo for the thing. Like, I, I, like these are the options. And I hate... Yeah, like, this is just, this is the landscape. It is what it is. And so I'm hoping that you guys find us to be worth $5 a day, um, or $10, or $5 a day, I wish. $5 a month, which is approximately 15 I know, 15 cents a day. <laughs> if you go with the Eric Lindros tier, 30 cents a day for Broad Street Hockey to exist. If you think we're worth that, that would be awesome. If you don't, I get it, but you know, it would be cool if you did. So I'll stop Podcast begging now. It's I have to feel I've a got like pathetic. seven seven pitches in my brain that I could just spit out like this. So I'm just gonna go with two real quick. Go for One, it. the money is going directly into the creator's hands. Like the money that you give us is going directly to the people that are creating the content. Like it's not going to anybody else, it's going directly to the people that are creating the content. In various ways, but like we're not making anyone rich. We're just getting paid to create the content, period. And the not other a lot one either. is it's not a lot. Yeah. Nope, not a lot. Um, <laughs> the other piece is like, yes, we all want free content. That's what we all want. The only way that we can keep con some content free, the only way that we're going to be able to get to a place where content is free is if the people that can afford to subscribe, subscribe. Yeah. That's the only way we can do it. And we're doing our best. We're doing our best. And Kelly pulled it together. And Broad Street Hockey is Kelly Hinkle. And Kelly's amazing. So just think it in your head. Don't say it to her out loud. Can you hear my asthmatic dog? He needs an inhaler. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it's asthma. Uh, he just he does this for attention, quite honestly. I don't even think there's anything the matter oh, with Oh, I him. can't relate to an animal needing attention for no reason. As <laughs> he the was cat just sits fine. directly on top of me in fine. front of the microphone. He's like, look at him. He's literally in front of the microphone. He's got things there's something to wrong say. He has things cat. that he would like to say. Have you asked him what his quick hit is? He's got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> uh, my pitch for the website is I don't see any of the money. So if you're like, I ain't fucking supporting that fat cat, don't worry. It's not my money. I don't see it. I'm just on the podcast. You're supporting people who actually do the work, uh, not me, who just does this. So uh, that's my pitch. Go subscribe. Oh, do you think that I should put that out into the universe? People <laughs> hate me enough to, to want to not pay me. Knock it off, the two of you. I think that would be fun. Um uh, we're going to talk about the tailgate, yes? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that do it now. an hour later. All right. So um, April 9th, Lot G at the Wells Fargo Center parking lot, which is along Patterson Avenue. So if you are going to the Phillies game, we will be nearby. We are going to have our friends from Clear Rum there with their cocktails. 
Which, by the way, if you've been paying attention, the Phillies did their whole come try our new food thing recently. And, the, and apparently the they clear, had. Yeah, clear the, the clear cocktails hit. are getting a lot of play from the people who got to try them at that event. So if you too would like to try some clear rum cocktails in a can, come on down to the tailgate. I will be there. Steph Driver will be there. I think Bill Matz might be coming. Um, I will be there, yes. We will have silly things to give to you. We will have stickers. We will have Dylan making an unholy <laughs> amount of meat on a barbecue. 800 I'm not exaggerating. $800, because I'm paying him, worth of meat will be served at this tailgate. So, you know, come come down and have fun. I've seen pictures Which is like a of dozen the raw wings. product. Yeah, if you if you order wings on like if you order a <laughs> dozen DoorDash, wings yes. <laughs> on DoorDash, it's about eight hundred bucks. So you're gonna it's get about eight hundred bucks. Order. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a serious conversation of do I buy Wagyu? And and I was like, D- Dylan, wh- what? Uh, and by the way, this what? is like free for you. Like yeah. we just want you to come hang out with us and have fun. So I'm sure the rum there has to be some sort of. They have to charge for the cocktails. Yeah, I think they're like, that's illegal, like legally right? yeah. not allowed to give away. Like they have think... a liquor license and shit for this event. So like yeah. I don't think they can just give away the booze. The booze you got to pay for, but the meats are free. The giveaways are free. I bought a box of small potato chips. <laughs> some <laughs> potato chips. I bought some Ooh, sodas and waters. I know, I'm telling you, it's going to be a real a real show. So, like, we're not asking for anything at this tailgate. We just want you to come on down, maybe bring a friend that's never heard of Broad Street Hockey, tell all your friends about it, come get some free meats. It's going to be a good time. Free meats? In my opinion. I am flying up. I'm very excited to see everyone. I haven't seen – we. I haven't been to a Broad Street Hockey event since before the draft. Yeah, because you so weren't able I'm to come. So I'm super pumped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen everyone in so long, so that'll be great. We're going to have some type of giveaway. Um, the last time we, Kelly and I, combed, and Bill too, combed our house for things to give away, we had a, like a lot of success in finding stuff. Um. So I think that that would be fun if you want if you want t-shirts directly out of our closets. You, we might have those you for think you. To be fair, would... there's also not used products as well. <laughs> yes, yes, there's so many not used products. Yes. Like we are a professional organization. Do you think anyone will be interested in a 50th anniversary Gostas Bear jersey? Somebody might maybe. Be. The jerseys that <laughs> maybe. The jerseys that I guess prompted Steph and I to leave and become a part of Broad Street Hockey. <laughs> because they edited... Oh my God, that's exactly it. The Sons of that's Penn... That's what it was. The, I, like, the second to last or last Sons of Penn show we did is when I said the 50th anniversary jerseys were so ugly, that's what killed Ed Snyder. And it got it got edited out of the <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm leaving Have it. we never told that story before? I don't think we I have. I think I may have. I may have told it somewhere else, like on a different podcast before. Like I don't think I don't think we've ever given the full context. The full context was Bill said the 50th anniversary jerseys were so ugly they killed Ed Snyder, which isn't a which isn't a joke about Ed Snyder dying. It's a joke about how ugly the jerseys are. 
I guess. I, that's my, that's the way I'm. It is. I mean, I yeah. laugh. No, it is. <laughs> a it's lot. A, it's a very clear structure to that joke. Yeah. The joke is about the Jersey. Settle down. Ed Snyder was dead already. Bill didn't kill him. Yeah. Like, the joke is well. about the Jersey. Allegedly. Right, so, <laughs> no one can so, prove that otherwise. <laughs> so there's six games left. Oh, yeah, it was me and not having to write a check to Briz. Um, <laughs> fucking, fucking comedy. Every year until here's, 2027. Here's $50 million, you fucking commie. I'm sure it didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, six games left. Uh, most of them on the road. So there's tonight at St. Louis, Thursday at Dallas, Saturday at New York Islanders. Then they come back home Sunday against Boston. Not only does this horrible team have to play Boston, they have to do so on the back end of a back-to-back. That's very funny. Uh, Then there's next Tuesday at home against Columbus. They finish it up next Thursday at Chicago. That is six remaining games. Those last two are going to be huge. Uh, But really... Yeah. It kind of looks as if the standings are basically set at this point. Uh, Flyers so. are currently in seventh to last. They have a four-point lead on sixth, a uh, five-point lead on fifth. They have a game or two in hand on both of those teams. Just looking at the lottery history, because I know we've talked about the odds and how it's like basically the same for the five to nine bottom seeds. While that's kind of true, Nobody below fifth has ever jumped up to win, uh, but for years, you couldn't jump more than four spots. So, like, if the yeah. team in 11th won, they'd, they'd go up, you know, four spots, whatever, seventh, I think, uh, if I'm going to do that math. So, we don't really have a great sample size, but for the most part, it's five and below or what jumps up into the, uh, if you're going to win the lottery, into that top spot. The last, like, three of the last four years, number one has actually got the number one pick, which is kind of odd. 2020 being the exception, and, like, that was just a weird-as-hell year. Like, the Rangers were 14th or whatever it was because the the bubble teams or whatever it was, the qualifying round teams were in Mm. the lottery. It was just a weird-ass year. And, of course, the Rangers got one. Why the fuck wouldn't they? Naturally. Uh, But when you hear these odds that the Flyers are basically 7th and they're going to be 7th, no one below fifth ever jumps up to win. How do you feel? So, like, one day I am actually going to take the time to learn the lottery rules. The day was not today, obviously. The best we can do is second, right? The, the best we can do is third. No, they can get the first pick. You can only get the first two. And teams can only jump up 10 spots. Aha! That's what it is. That's, you win yes. the lottery for one or two. Got it. Okay, now it, it's making sense in my head. Right now, the Flyers have a 6.5% chance at first, 6.9% nice percent chance at second, 44.4% per, chance of uh, seventh, 36.5% chance of eighth, 5.6% chance of ninth. So, basically, their chances of picking one, two, or nine are are the same. So, given the Flyers' current run of fortune, we'll be picking ninth. Um, No, I mean, honestly, like, like, I know people are going to be pissy that there's, like, no way for them to fall to fifth. But, like, the odds aren't that much better 
for fifth. And I guess like I guess I can see the point where it's like, yeah, but then you're still picking five and like I get that. But I mean it just it is what it is. There's no sense of being worked up about it. Well, we all know what happens when like the the lottery odds at five, like yeah, you can jump up, you have a better chance of jumping up. You also have a higher chance of like picking sixth than you do fifth. Like, as happened yeah. to the Flyers last year. Or were they fourth yes. and picked fifth? Is that what happened? Like, uh, I think so. Because the way the odds work when you have so many teams with a chance to jump ahead of you, like, your odds of falling back a spot are basically equal to your odds of staying the same, if not worse. And that's frustrating. Um, I, do you think there's any chance they, like, what are your hopes that they win the lottery? I mean, it could happen. So, like, let, let's not pretend there's no chance. Like, it absolutely could happen, just like it did for the Rangers. It's literally winning the lottery. Like, it's fully just luck. And that could happen to the Flyers. I know that we like to believe that we've been cursed by a witch. But it could happen. And if it does, that'll be super cool. And if it doesn't, then it's, you know, Danny Briere and his front office's job to find someone at seventh that's going to be really fucking good because that's what they need. Do I trust that to happen? Unclear. Probably not. Only because I think our... I don't think we we as fans talk enough or think enough about the fact that the Flyers scouting staff seems to be utter shit as well as everything else. So given that I don't think that they fired anybody in scouting i think that's all just the same dues that it's been for the last decade um you know not super confident that they'll find a diamond in the rough that no one else will be thinking of at seven that's going to change the franchise but they could and they'll even if they even if they just like whiff on it even if they just like take the pick that you know bob mckenzie puts on his board at seven this year it's gonna be a good player that's I think that's an important point is that they just need talent. And if it's like the consensus and you know what consensus has gone wrong for them before Nolan mm-hmm. Patrick, uh, it happened, but like they just need good players. And if they end yeah. up picking seventh and just take a guy like, listen, last year, it looks like they got a hit with Cutter Gauthier. Uh, 32 games as a freshman at Boston College. 16 goals, 21 points for thir- 21 assists for 37 points in those 32 games. Like, that's pretty damn good number for a freshman. And he could be turning pro, like, next season. They could have an NHL player in him. It may have worked. We'll see. There's guys people, other people would have wanted uh, in that spot, I know. But it looks like they got what they were looking for in him. You know, Tyson Forster looks like he can play. They haven't been horrible lately uh, with some of their picks. So we'll see how it goes. Steph, what is your confidence in the Flyers, one, potentially winning the lottery, and two, finding someone at their spot? Confidence is zero. Zero percent confidence. Zero. However, I would like to reiterate it is time. It is time that the NHL rigged things in the Flyers' favor. That's it's what I'm time. saying. That's oh, like they're the, rigging it for Arizona, babe. But that's too on the Ugh. nose. That's too Gary ob- cannot take that L. He can't do it. I it's know. too obvious if Arizona gets the first pick. It's like, oh, obvious. Like, no, that's too on the nose. If they get the second pick 
and one of the premier teams in the league gets the first pick, well then, oh, okay, well, that's just the way it is, I guess. Like, I think the Flyers provide great cover for the rigging for Arizona to get the second pick. Great point. <laughs> it's great my hope, point. at least. They can have fans. I mean, I don't care, but at some point, at some point, the NHL needs to rig things in the the favor of the Flyers because it's better for everyone. It's better for the league when the Flyers are a tire fire and letting them jump to two, if we're saying two, like that would be enough to get people talking. That would be enough. Two would I just be great. Like, there's like two. five teams in the league that pay the bills for everyone. I would think you would want the Flyers selling as many jerseys as possible. Because here's the thing. Arizona can get Bedard, and they're they're going to sell Arizona jerseys to the 20,000 people who are Arizona Coyotes fans. If the Flyers get Bedard, they will sell millions of jerseys across the Delaware so Valley and globally to their many, many fans. Uh, I... I I don't see a downside for the NHL. So come on, Gary. Let's get this done. Yeah, come on, Gary. Like, just come on, Gary. Come on, We're not Gary. Asking for much. So one time. Isn't there, I'm, I might be talking to the wrong crowd. Is there, on SpongeBob, wasn't the slug called Gary or the snail? I think his pet snail. I'm talking to the wrong crowd. The thing Somebody the was show? called Gary. There's a Gary. We just had uh, from, <laughs> from the rafters. From the rafters, Gary the Snail. There you go. Was yelled from upstairs. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Uh, so. I would like to make a meme of Gary the Snail and Gary Bettman. So anyone who's listening that knows how to do memes, please submit them to Steph Driver. Graphic design hey. is my passion. <laughs> the more graphic Our- design is my passion, these memes are, the more I will love them. Our... Uh, Resurrection Tailgate is an awesome graphic. That thing is great. Steven. It's stunning. It's it's yeah. perfect. Everything I could have ever wanted, it's right there. Like the Steven from The Good Fight the did stone. it. Like, that's great. The stuff. logo being the stone was like chef's kiss. And that wasn't, like, he thought of that on his own. Yep. Yep. So yeah. good. That's good it's stuff. It's perfect. Uh, so since we last spoke, I think last show we talked about Couturier potentially coming back, and now it is official. He will not. Mm-mm. I know, and, like, Charlie got mad at me on Twitter for saying, like, I just don't believe a word they say. If you say there was no he set... They get mad at you. Yeah, and I'm like, what, I, like, why so should I believe the people who constantly lie and or are always wrong? Like, maybe mm-hmm. there was no setback. But if you say there's no setback... My automatic reaction is, oh, yes, there was. Because there fucking always is. These are the people that told us Cam Atkinson was day-to-day and week-to-week. Like, Sean Couturier hasn't played in two years. Like, what? <laughs> oh, I believe you. Oh, Ryan Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's alive. He's a human being who walks around on the earth. I believe that. Get the fuck out of sure. here. I'm going to believe the Flyers. Um, so Couturier won't be back. Konechny, however, after 16 games, has made a return. Do you think it was important? Well, we'll just start with Couturier. They say there's no setback. They're using an abundance of caution. They want him to go through the summer, get stronger, be even more healthy. He can hit the ground running at training camp. 
start next season at quote unquote 100%. How do you feel about Sean Couturier right now? Well, I think that if we had only heard from the Flyers on this, I might be where you are and just simply not believing them and assuming that something happened. Um, but given that Couturier talked to the media as well, makes me think that it really is just the team being like, hey, buddy, no. Like, you don't need to play. The games are meaningless. We don't need some guy to hit you in the corner and break your fucking back again. So just chill. Um, yeah, I, I think it's good, to be honest with you. I actually like to see that they're doing this because I do think that the biggest problem that we had with the medical staff before was them rushing guys back too early. Or just so allowing like, them to dictate, like... Right. Maybe like, not rushing wants them back. to play. Yeah, like, maybe not rushing them back in terms of, like, we gotta get you on the ice. But, like, allowing the players to dictate, no, no, I feel yes. fine. And they're like, really? And they poke them, and okay. they pretend it doesn't hurt, and they go, okay, I guess it doesn't hurt. Like, I, I don't know. But, yeah, the allowing the players to dictate, getting away from that is good, because players aren't yeah. smart. They want to play hockey. No, they're big Even dumb. these bunch yeah. of morons who want to play for this team. <laughs> bunch of exhibition games going on. I got to get out there. Help my teammates. Stop. Stop. <laughs> yeah. And but, yeah, it's, it's like, good that they are getting away from that, if that is the reason. And given how thin this team is at center and how bereft of actual talent they are, like, it cannot be overstated how important it is for Sean Couturier to be at least, like, 90% Sean Couturier next season if the team is going to improve. So, like, yeah, like, don't hurt yourself more just to play in six games. Like, just... You know, go home, relax, let your back heal, come back next season, boom, we're good. If, how I guess there would just, even if he did get into some games this year, like, there would be no market for him. My thought is, like, if, if he can get out there and play and prove he's healthy now, like, there's a huge contract you can get off the books. Like, someone would want healthy Sean Couturier. You think? He's With really that good if he's healthy. I know. I'm not disputing that. He mm. just hasn't. I guess. Yes. Like, if he's able to play four games or two games or whatever, what does that really prove? Like, we've seen RJ Umberger play with, like, basically he was dead. Like, broken ribs, broken thumb, foot fell off. Like, one of his hearts is yeah. missing. Like, oh, yeah, he, he finished the series. <laughs> <laughs> like, he finished the series. Like, so I guess if he's able to play two or four games, it wouldn't matter. You need him 100% healthy. And then if you can, like, okay, first two months of next season, like, you know, we come out of the Christmas break, like the Christmas roster freeze, and Sean Couturier, Sean Couturier looks like some semblance of Selkie Couturier. You might be able to trade him then. I, all these people who say they want to be a part of the rebuild, like, I know they have to say it. I just hope the organization doesn't take that seriously. Because Sean Couturier's 30 now. Like, what... What part of the rebuild is he going to be? The old guy whose contract is an albatross? Like, in five years? Like, no. 
He can't be a part of it. The sooner you can get out from under it, the more you can get back. I disagree a little bit, but not 100%. I don't even know how much I disagree with. Like, I think that there's still value to have Sean Couturier in the locker room, but I think the the hit of his contract isn't worth that value. Does that make sense? Like, yes. I'm, I'm on board, kind of, but also not. Like, my... Start over with this team is all I'm trying to say. That's... Start over. Like, like... let's start... Yeah. Start over. I think while I, a guy like Cam Atkinson, if they want to keep him around, because he's not going to help you win or lose games. He's just going to be there and score his 24 goals. Like, Sean Couturier could be the difference in picking ninth or picking fourth. And I don't want that. We're in a rebuild. We've been mm. told this is a rebuild, and we've rebuilt incorrectly several times before. And like, oh, cool, yeah. we're, we're picking 14th. Awesome. Like, that's, that's not good. Uh, so I, I want not that, you know? Uh, have, uh, have we talked about trading Sean Couturier on this show? Because for some reason, in my head, I'm like, wait, is this a thing that we think? No, we haven't talked I mean, about it before. Probably because he's been functionally dead yeah, for the like, entire there's season. There's no yeah. way to go about trading him until you can show somebody he's healthy. And also, like, especially considering that contract... Uh, it's just, I don't see a way to rebuild and also have healthy Sean Couturier here. Now, if he's not healthy, that could actually maybe help. Oh, okay, we have $7.5 million wrapped up in a guy who can't play or isn't very good. But he's got, he does have like a no move, so he'd have to waive it, which is always, yeah. you know, a thing. But at a certain point, when you lose every single night, I think he'd want to go somewhere else, considering he's never been out of the second round, right? Yeah, because yeah, his no. ro- his rookie season was the was the Pittsburgh series. So yeah, he's never been yeah. out of the second round. I, I he's thirty years old now. This can't continue to go on. Yeah, he'll be thirty one in December. God damn, what is time? How how many years are left on his contract? This all is the them? first year. So there Yeah. All of them. One, two, okay. All of them. Three, four, five, seven. Six, seven years left. Yeah, it was an eight year deal. Wow. Is he one of the is he one of the is he one of the prairie boys? Is he is he in Alberta? He was from he was born in Phoenix. Oh, that's then, that's right. He's that one. The fake and then moved American to Canadian. somewhere. In He's Canada. Canadian. He's the dual citizen. Like French. his dad was he, like on a military base, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. His name's yeah. Couturier. I gotta believe he's fucking French, right? Because he but he was born in Phoenix, which is why we all got, or he was born in Arizona, which is why we all got really excited that he would play for Team USA, and then he was a blood traitor and went to go play for Team Canada. No, no, he cho- he chose wisely. Um, no, he definitely chose well, wisely for sure, but mm, blood traitor. Maybe maybe he'd like to go home. I wouldn't like <laughs> to the Canadian. Yeah, does he want to go to Ottawa and hang out with Claude? Because Ottawa, I like what they're building. There. I feel like Ottawa's Ottawa's gonna want to do some shit this summer because they were real close, and they just fell a little bit short. So I Ottawa's like probably gonna want to do some a shit. A goalie and some defensemen. <laughs> we have we have We've all of those. those things. Yeah, we do. We have so many. <laughs> what the Ottawa just becomes the Flyers? Like, is that what we're looking at here? Here's Carter Hart. And well, Shires. you know. 
And I so it'll be like the Kings. What it's gonna be like salary? the Kings. We're gonna trade everybody to Ottawa. It'll be like the Kings. They'll win a cup with Claude Giroux, and then they'll come back with Claude Giroux and all of the the players that we like. And then uh, we'll all just you know. If Ottawa wins a cup, I am gonna be so fucking mad. Like it's I gonna can't... be the best. Well, you hate ever. them so much. Know, Don't they deserve did to become not... the second version of the Flyers? Did you not see what they did just the other night? They basically reenacted the fucking Donald Brashear fight. Like, oh, he just got in a fight. Let's try to jump him. Like, uh, they're the fucking most cowardly team in the NHL and have been for twenty years. Uh, if they win the cup, I'm going to be furious. You know what? I do. I like Sean Couturier, so I don't want to send him there. But I would love for Ivan Provorov to have to go play in fucking Ottawa. I think Ivan Provorov deserves Winnipeg. <laughs> now, Winnipeg, I think, is a perfect landing spot for Couturier. Because they love guys with turn. Yeah, no, they that's actually guys, probably right. They want yeah. guys who can't get away. They like trading for guys with term on their contract because they know they're not retaining any free agents. So I, I think it's a perfect landing spot for Couture. Now, you asked a good question. Have we talked about it before? Are you into the idea of trading Sean Couturier, Steph? You kind of said, like, his presence in the locker room I understand, but this is a locker room that's had, like, no strength and has quit a lot over the last five to ten years. Like, I, I, what? how strong is There's the nothing worth room? saving. As far as I'm concerned, there's nothing worth saving. The only person I like on this team right now that I would want to keep around for locker room presence is Scott Lawton. Like, that's the only person. And I believe that he deserves to be freed from this torture that's, as well. Like, I, there's nothing worth... Looking at this team, Bill, like looking at this team, what is is salvageable? What is worth saving? And I don't know if there's anything. I think a certain number of the young players have shown they deserve more of a look. Like, I mean, Owen Tippett, I believe, right. is worth, like, you want him around. He has proven he is going to yes. be really, really good. And we don't know how good. Yes. Like, is he going to end up being a 40-goal scorer? He's really good in the role he's in right now. Is he going to develop even further? That would be awesome. But I think, like, he's proven he's really good. I think Morgan Frost has earned himself another look, which is something uh, a couple of months ago I wouldn't have said. Um, Cam York, he's just, you know, you don't give up on a guy at this point, you know. Uh, Noah Cates, I think, is a good No, no, no. So, like, the kids are good. The kids are good. Yeah. And, and we're like, I'm liking seeing them, right? Like, yes, kids are, the kids are good. What we've wanted to see out of some of these guys, like we're seeing it. But if we're rebuilding, do we not trade them out for picks? Because I do it. I would do it. Uh, I just, like, you're not getting first round Package picks. them all together and go get Brock Besser. Like, I would do it. I don't know if you're getting Brock Besser or first round picks for those guys. And if you're not, then you're just crossing your fingers. Then it's not worth it. You're crossing your fingers hoping you're getting someone who is maybe as good as this guy. Like, Noah Cates is the player we thought we've had ten times. Like, oh, man, he's versatile role player. He can play up and down the lineup. He can do it. And then it's like after ten games you go, oh, he's just not that good. Like, Noah Cates can actually play. I have been talking about Noah Cates on this show for like 
ever since we drafted him for years. Love the kid. If we could get a first round pick for him, bye. Sure. I just don't know if that's going to be the case. Like I'd be oh, very, God, no. it's not gonna be very surprised if you get a first round pick for anybody but Tippett. That would be the only one I think would be a possibility. And even then, like he's had one good year on a team that someone has to yeah. score on. Someone has to score. You know? He shoots a lot. He's gonna score. The, the only player, like I'm I'm definitely having like feelings talking about trading Sean Couturier. I'm having feelings. And they're like nostalgia feelings. I but just, like, we don't have room for, we have no room for that. We have no room for that. We need to build a winning hockey team. That's like I, the only guy, like you said, Scott Lawton is someone I would actually want to keep around. That said, I like him and I don't want him to be right. subject to this. Exactly. <laughs> it sucks here. I have to stay. He doesn't like, I want them all to get to move on. Like, it's a shame that we wasted all of their primes and we wasted, like, the best years that this team had, but we fucking did, and it's over. Like, Giroux and Voracek are gone. Those guys were the team. Like That was it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if we're going to move on from them, uh, who everyone else is secondary to me. And uh, they just have to get out from under as many as they can. I doubt they can yeah. do... I guess that's what it all comes down to. I doubt they can do Sean Couturier this offseason whether he played a couple of games at the end of the year or not. I guess that's what it comes down to. And if he is 100% healthy next year, then you are looking at, like, a big fucking return for a really good player. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, at like, there's no one that I'm too attached to to, to, there's no one that's good enough for me to be like, we have to keep him. Are you surprised there just isn't. came back? And no. I can't No, believe. his little raccoon, his little raccoon self, like he was going to come back. I just figured I'm, the way they convinced Katoria, like, nah. Like, I just figured they convinced Konechny, like, why? <laughs> what is the point, kid? <laughs> I've, I've had this running joke in my head all season about Travis Konechny because he's like still a child himself and he has a child at home. Like I have had this running joke in my head that he is just living at the rink because he's a baby with a baby. So this just fits into my running joke. Like he doesn't want to be at home with a crying infant. So he is back at the rink practicing and playing like that just fits in with my joke. This is not true. I don't know anything about Travis Konechny's home life or his child. I just think it's funny. I mean, you've met a man before though, so it's definitely possible. I have met a man. I have met a man <laughs> that has children before. <laughs> like they exist. Uh I am also a person who would like a break from screaming babies sometimes. So, like, that's also fair, in my opinion. I, just, I don't see the point. I guess, uh, getting back to the idea of trading Couturier if he's healthy, if you're able to show everyone, like, coming off the year Konechny had, and he's not going into the offseason with, like, health question marks, then you do raise his stock a little in terms of, People are going to call. I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger, but people are going to call about Travis Konechny, and mm -hmm. you're only going to do it if the return is stupid. Like, absolutely. They've basically told us that. 
you're more likely to get an offer that way if there's no health question mark surrounding him. So I guess I do right. understand, like, because Konechny played and had the year he had, like, he's not coming back from a major injury the way Sean Couturier, it's like, oh, yeah, his neck doesn't work, you know? It's yeah. not that. Totally, and I think that that's... for Konechny. So if he can prove he's healthy, then there's more value there. Yeah. Um, totally agree. Do we think, uh, we kind of, we touched on this. Do we think that Danny Briere is going to be able to pull anything off? I think because he's going to have, like he, he's going to have the consent of the organization to be like, do something to bring interest. Like whether it's something dumb, like (laughs) pursuing a good player. Or doing something like actually enacting the rebuild, which is what I think he's he has the mandate to do to actually enact the rebuild. Uh, we're gonna see, like Kevin Hayes is definitely gone. Like we've said this, like Kevin Hayes will not be back. I would be surprised if Ivan Provorov is back. And Kelly, we were just talking about, like, okay, not bringing Couturier back. That makes sense because, like, in a couple of games, what, what are you gonna prove? And I'm a little shocked Konechny came back at all. But because he had the year he had, now it's not like he's coming back from his spine not working. Like, now if you prove going into the offseason that he's healthy, like he does have more value without health question marks. Do you expect them to move Konechny, Kelly? No, I don't. I think that they – I mean, I honestly think that they are probably – I think that their timeline is probably different from the one that we have in our head. Like, I I think that they think they're going to be good quicker than we do. And it's doable. So they're going to want Konechny to be there. It is doable. I think that I think it's more doable than people think. Um, it's doable. It's just like the way they're going to have to move money around is going to be difficult. You're going to have to cover some of Sean Couturier's contract. And that takes away from the amount of money you have to spend. Like, for a guy like Kevin Hayes, it makes sense. It's only a few years. And they're not going to be good in those years. No. But Couturier has seven years left. Which is why I don't think you can move him, to be quite honest with you. I think it's an immovable contract. There's got, like, a team like Winnipeg or something has to want him. You would think... Winnipeg, I think, would be the perfect fit. Um, There's also, like, there's another contract that we haven't talked about. There's another player that we haven't talked about moving, and that's Carter Hart. We've talked about it previously, but I think that that also should be something that happens this offseason. That's another one that I don't think they'll move. I don't think they'll move him because they think they're going to be good sooner than we do and they're gonna need a goalie and urson isn't a proven commodity yet um so i i although honestly carter hart might not be movable at some point in the near future which is uh unfortunate for all of us involved here that's Um, there's there's this thing looming and we have no idea what the conclusion is like you know but there is this thing looming over Carter Hart and beyond yeah. that just the amount that the national guys have said like they won't hang up if you call about Carter Hart basically 
You know, he's got one year left on his deal, and then they're going to have to pay him. Like, seriously pay a guy. What's the point of paying a goalie, especially for these next... Listen, if their timeline's different than ours, they're still going to stink for the next two years. Like, you're paying him top dollar to be the difference. Once again, like, the guy whose biggest thing is making you pick ninth instead of fifth, like, that's that's what he's going to be for the next two years. I, I think there's a real chance they move him. I think so, too. Just because, like, they're not going to be bad enough. I they're not going to be likely, bad enough with him there. I think it's more likely they move Carter Hart than it is they move Travis Konechny. Mm, yeah, I, I can. If those are the two choices, then I can I can agree with that. Yeah. I just see, like, a couple of teams that have Stanley Cup aspirations right now. They need a bounced, goalie, for sure. Getting bounced early in the playoffs this year and going, fuck it. What do they want for Carter Hart? Like, I can very much see that happening with a few teams. So, we'll see. I want to get to some of these. Uh, can we do some of these mailbag questions? Or do we have something we have to do? Okay. No, we're good. Um, we're going to start with Chris Mann. And this has been a topic for a lot of today's show. How many guys that played a game for the Flyers this season will play a game for the Flyers five years from now? Uh, so, I mean, we, zero. I, oh, no, that's not true. I can't. No I want to say like zero, but that's guys. absolutely not true. But, like, Coots, Atkinson, Ellis, like, yeah, Ellis has an LOL next to it. Um, <laughs> like, Sean Couturier, five years from now, I'll be shocked if he's a Flyer. Um, Cam Atkinson, I hope they trade him. I really do. Like, if he can play, I want to see him moved because the dude's been a loyal soldier and for two bad teams for his entire career. He's going to be 34 years old. He's never been out of but the second tra- round. Who would trade for him? Like Columbus? You I mean, like, know. later? Or, like, a yeah. year, maybe? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, uh, Cam Atkinson, I think that's, like, a Christmas to trade deadline move next year. That's fair, like, yeah. He, he comes out, proves he can play, and he's got, you know, 12 goals by January, and someone goes, here's, here's you know, conditional pick or whatever. The Flyers go, here you go. Have him. Um, I, I, like, Kate's, Kate's, Tippett, York, I guess, are the guys you can definitely say. And probably Travis Sanheim because yeah. he's fucking under contract forever. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> it's still very funny to it's me that they knew that they were going to fire that dude and they let him. They let him give him that contract. It's fucking... Uh, F- funny funny in the fatalistic way. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. just, you brought in the coach to tell you who's gonna be a part of the thing, who's got the mental capacity for it, plus who's good enough, and who we have to move on from. And then in the first, like, day, you hand out an eight-year contract? Like, what the fuck? Uh, I, I just... It'll never not be ridiculous. All right. Um, so I got five years. My answer is five. I got to hop off, but you guys can keep going. Okay. I sorry. Absolutely adore you, Kelly. Thank you for everything you've done for this website. Um. So my gut I'm answer was five. Yeah. There are five. After after my actual gut, which was zero, my gut was five. There will be five players from this current roster that are playing for the Flyers five years from now. I couldn't tell you who those five are, but that's my gut. We have uh, basically the same question from from two people. Ryan G. put it, 
if you could if you could undo only one of Chuck's moves and replace it with a realistic counter move, what would it be? And uh, Switch MacTail asked, if you could undo one mistake the organization has made in the past 10 years, what would it be? Nolan Patrick is not an option. Um, one of Chuck's moves... Yeah, it's it's wrist aligning. I just wouldn't trade a first round pick for him, and my counter would be make that pick. <laughs> like that's that's it. So in the past ten years, so we're talking back to twenty thirteen. It could be one of Chuck's or in the past ten, because we had two different with different caveats. What I mean, if we're going back to to like the big mistakes that derailed the organization, right? Um You've got to go back to Richards and Carter, right? Richards, Carter, Briz. That was summer of 2011. Okay. So not quite 10 years ago. Yeah. That was a little over 10, like 12 or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, I just clicked the wrong thing. I'm looking for, I guess, with hindsight, even though this wasn't my opinion at the time... They probably just should have come to this conclusion. Where the fuck is Jake Voracek? Where are you, Jake? I can't find his contract. We're doing amazing. Yeah, this is super fun. Uh, it's really, it's, this is great radio right now. Uh, it's just not showing up. I don't know what happened to his contract. Uh, I mean, there have been so, what it comes down to is there have been so many mistakes and so many fuck ups in the past 10 years across multiple regimes that we cannot pick just one. Uh, mine we is, cannot pick just they one. They probably should have just come to the conclusion they weren't going to be any better than they were, like 2013, 2014, 2015, and moved on from the core then. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, Giroux, Voracek, Simmons, back when they were really worth something, maybe you could have figured something out at that point, and now we'd be cup contenders with a brand new group of guys. I just realized what my actual answer is. My actual answer, if we're not able to pick Nolan Patrick, then we're going to pick what happened around Nolan Patrick, and that's trading Braden Shen. I never would have done that. Never would have done <laughs> never that. Never would have traded Braden Shen. They've just but made like, so many mistakes. Honestly, it's part of my bit. But honestly, if you look back, like that was a big mistake. Braden Shen brought a lot of offense to this team that they missed. Uh, yeah, I guess. Like, did he? But he, was he a difference maker? No. Has he ever scored? But also, goals? that's the one that I'm picking. That's the one that I'm picking. Uh, from Colin Schmitchen, if you are Danny Briere, what is one move you would make to properly start the rebuild? Trade JVR. Well, it's too late for that. Is it? It's never too late. You, you can't trade him. The trade deadline is over. His contract is expired. He'll play next year. His contract is expired. Oh, right. He's a free agent. Oh, right. Oh, right. That one. Ha! Um, I would trade his rights. <laughs> his rights. For like a for like a seventh round pick. Go yes. talk to JVR. We're negotiate JVR. with JVR. <laughs> Jay- All right, so you want does a real answer? Double digit, like what is? How, does he have ten goals this year? I thought it was at nine. Still, 
I don't have that answer. Is he still at nine? He got to ten. He got to ten. I think in the there. Land- we go. That's unbelievable. That is co- fucking ten goals. <laughs> He's a goal ten scorer. Goals. It's what he does. It's his only attribute. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. he might. His career Amazing. might be over. Um. Um, it might be, he might retire. Um, so like my real answer would be, um, probably to trade Provorov. Like he's got to move Provorov. He's got to move some pieces. That's Um, like, uh, the reason I said JVR is because it was so obvious that Chuck Fletcher just couldn't get anything done. It would just be funny. You're like Hayes, but he's got to move bodies. Hayes is the move that has to and is going to happen. I think they really need to move on from Provorov. Like that will ensure everyone's on the same page here. Like there's no, oh maybe we can get out of this and then we have our defenseman. No, no, he has regressed. It is time for everyone to move on. We have to get out from under that contract. I think the uh, I think the answer there is Provorov. Um. Yeah, John LeJohn John. He doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Nobody wants him here. Like, just put everyone out of their misery. Move Provorov from John LeJohn John. Do you think Torts has any interest in being the GM? If so, do you think he's trying to position himself there in the organization? I think he's got interest in being something. I don't know if it's general manager. I would think more president or something in hockey ops. Uh, but I don't know about GM specifically. Yeah, I think that would be my answer too. Like John Tortorella is obviously an ambitious and intelligent man. So the fact that like he's not going to limit himself to one role within an organization that he's wanted to work for his entire career. That's, like we talked to like, him. Like of course, of course he's angling for something bigger and more long term, uh, but who knows what that is. Yeah, like he's 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 not a young guy. And if he's going to shepherd through, and we've talked about this plenty, like if he's going to shepherd through a rebuild, he's not going to be the coach of this team when they're good again. And if he's like all of, no. I want to restore the legacy of the Philadelphia Flyers, like he's not doing that as the head coach. There's only so much you can yep. do, as we've seen. Like they've had a couple of spurts, mm-hmm. and yeah, they play harder, without a doubt. He has had an impact on this organization already. The team has not fucking quit, which is something you can't say about them for the last couple of years. Uh, still, he's not going to win a cup. Still, yeah, he's not going to win a cup as the coach of this team because he's not going to be coaching ten fucking years from now. Like he'll be really yeah. old by then. But I can see him being part of this organization in a bigger capacity. Is it general manager? Ah, I doubt it. But he's definitely, I believe, angling for something. Uh, this is an yeah. interesting one. I don't think it would be, like, it's normal human behavior, yeah. right? You're looking at your career and your career ladder and your career growth. Like, this is normal human behavior. And he's ambitious. Of course he's looking you for something bigger. Steph, you weren't here last week, but when we talked about it and it was like, Jesus Christ, this is the most sane guy in the room? Like, he's the only one, the fucking dinosaur, John Tortorella, is the only one with an idea of what's going on in this organization? He's the only one who lives in reality? But... Granted, low bar up until, like, they moved on from some people. I know. Real low bar. But yeah. still, like, he's got a place here. It's not just that he's angling for it. Like, I kind of want him. I don't know if he should be the main voice. 
but I do want him around. Like, I think he's got something to yeah. offer. Uh, from Joe. I agree. And it's it's might just be entertainment value. Yeah. Oh, he's been the most entertaining part of this team by a lot. Uh, this, it's been a delight. Is it time for an alternate logo to help improve the merch? I just don't know. Uh, I don't like. I don't want more gritty shit. No. The only thing I want is the fake Winter Classic jersey that they never actually made. The orange with the yeah. stripes that says Flyers instead of a logo. I mean, the only thing that's going to help the merch is the team winning. Right. But also, like, do we care about it? The Flyers logo is so cool. I love the Flyers logo. I love their colors. It does sound as if um, they're going to go I... to a different orange. I wouldn't hate a different orange. Like a lighter, less fucking ridiculous orange. Like more of their original Less neon, something that goes a little bit better with the complexion. (laughs) But, I mean, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with the Flyers logo. Except for when you wear a jersey, like an authentic jersey, and the logo is like, it's, you know, it's not flexible, right? Like it's, it's a fabric logo. It takes up my entire, like, the width of my torso, and that just makes it uncomfortable. That's a problem. Which That's a problem for me personally. Which player do you think is the most upset that there won't be a captain next year? That's from Ryan S. Um, Whoever was angling to be captain. Right? Yeah, I guess, like... The like, someone's going to be upset that they weren't named captain, but I don't know who. Probably Scott Lawton. Like, Sean Couturier, everyone kind of guessed it was going to be Coots, and it was like they're not naming one because he's not going to be around, you know? Uh, yeah. So maybe... I'm just happy there won't be a captain. Like, I am legitimately happy Yeah, I think it. it's funny. I just think, like, it is an honor, and it is important. And someone needs to fucking earn it. And no one is going to do that on this team. Like, if the next guy... Like, I don't want to be in a situation where we slap it on someone and then we go and get a Chris Pronger type. And it's like, yeah, he should probably be the captain. But we can't take it off this guy because we already kind of had a big thing where he's the... So, like, uh, build the team and then make let the captain thing happen organically. Like, it's the... Yeah. It does mean something, so let it actually mean something. Um, totally. World's strongest millionaire. If you had to pick what one position do the Flyers lack talent in the most, it's definitely... <laughs> no, like, they have a lot of wingers. Yes. They have a lot of wingers, and some of them are pretty good. Like, they could have more talent on D, but, like, right now, they're, they're set there. Like they have no centers, and they're going to be moving centers, yeah. And they're going to be moving Kevin Hayes, and we have no idea what Sean Couturier is going to be. They legitimately have no centers, so I, it has to be centers. Yeah, centers is the answer. Yeah, but also position hockey. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like skaters. Yeah, like they have a skaters. They have a bunch of defensemen. None of them are pretty good. Like Nick Sealer has really impressed us this year. Is it because Nick Sealer can play? Or is it because there's nobody nope. who's good? You know? Like, oh, there it is. Ristolainen. That's the one. Ristolainen really showed strides this year. Motherfucker, they gave up a first round pick and more for him. 
and then signed him to a five-year contract. Like he better have shown us something. Yep. Like they they have a bunch Anything. of defensemen. None of them are good, but they just have no centers. So I guess it's center. Uh, and last question, and I guess we've asked answered this already. Andrew Desmarais, uh, who is part of a next Flyers core when they are cup contenders. See, core is an interesting question. Like, yeah. They have guys who I think could be really good role players for them. But a core, like in my mind, like or in my notes app, when I write out what I think the lineup is going to be when they're good again. Like, and we'll just stick with forward right now. They have like a third and fourth line and one or two guys on a second. And then the first line is like X's. Like, so core, I don't know if they have any core players outside of maybe Cutter Gauthier. Uh, and we, we don't know. Like, he's a oh. freshman in college. Yeah. He had a good freshman year, but I don't fucking know. Like, we haven't seen Bobby Brink this season. I, I don't know. So, uh, core, eh. If they move on from Carter Hart, I no want one. to say. No one, if they move on from Carter I want Hart. to say Tyson Forrester, but that's only because of vibes. That's yeah, it. he I'm looks Pedro good. Pascal vibes. Like, and Tyson Forrester is what? A really good second liner? Like, hopefully he's Travis Konechny, yep. I guess? I, yep. So I guess that's your core. I I think they have role players. I think they have guys who are going to contribute on a good team. I don't know if they have a core. I don't know if they have anything, especially if they move on from Carter Hart. Like, if they move on from Hart, I have no fucking idea what the core is because he's at least a centerpiece. You go, okay, we build from here. We have the goalie. Maybe he's great. Maybe he's only pretty good, but we have the goalie. And then you, if they don't have that, I have no idea. Yeah. All right. I, I don't have that answer. Yeah. Uh, because obviously the goalie is the most important piece. We haven't had a goalie in so long. But, of course, they're so bad that – we're ready to give up on the goalie. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're in a position where we've been looking for a goalie for my entire life. And we have one fucking thing. And we have one. And it's like, yeah, but it doesn't fit the timeline. Like, really? He's, he's not 25 yet. He doesn't fit the timeline? Yeah, probably not. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, fuck, it's absurd. Fuck it's absurd, but here we are. Here. Like, honestly, they have the one thing I we've know. always needed, and they get it and have literally nothing else. To the point, yeah. two people who cover the team just said, I don't know if they even have the beginning of a core. Like, fuck you, Flyer. I know. How dare you do we this We have me? watched this team just sink into the abyss over the last decade. Uh, how dare you? Like, how are we still here, uh, Bill? How are we still here? How, like we're about to take meetings where people want to pay us for this podcast. And I'm like, why What the fuck is the, me- let's sign a deal before like anyone catches on. <laughs> like, before they find out that the flyers like, are so bad. We literally uh, yeah. can't find anything like, new to say about them. We just did the show. Like starting today's show. I was like, you want to know what I have to say? Listen to last week's show. Like that was that was my opinion coming into today's show. I but I was about to tell a story oh. about how at one of our draft parties where we did raffles of oh, yeah. this stuff that Kelly and I had in our house, um I I made some like flyers art and my future my future husband told me very recently that he 
um, put all of his raffle tickets into my art because he was worried that no one else would, which is very kind. Um, but it made me laugh because, That's like, so thanks, funny. dude. That was the one at Fieldhouse. Thank you. One of, one of the Fieldhouse ones we did. That was the one at Fieldhouse. I, yeah. I think one of my kind and he and now the now that art that he won is back in my house. <laughs> On like one of the fan appreciation days when I was still in the press box, they gave out the um, it was like a poster but a fan like it folded into like a like a handheld fan and it yep. was clutch time. And I think that was my contribution to that raffle was like the the clutch time. clutch time. Yes, that was that was a real fun hashtag. It's it's no fueled by film. I don't know if I'll ever forget clutch time. Like that's one with the Andrew McDonald on the um the billboard. Yes. Like there's like cl- with hashtag clutch time. Yeah, just just unbelievable. Amazing. Uh, well, how are we still here? Do we have anything else? I got nothing. I Come to this it. tailgate yeah, because April 9th. my favorite thing in the world is hanging out with Flyers fans, no matter how miserable or ecstatic we are. And I am flying up. So please come and hang out with me personally. But also, like, just come and hang out. We're going to have really good meats. We're going to have these delicious fucking bevs. And we're going to be hanging out. We might have an Easter egg hunt. Like, who can say? <laughs> Probably not. Seems dangerous to do it. Probably not, room. but who can say? Yeah, we're going to have all of Dylan's delicious meat. We're going to have clear rum there. It's going to be a good time. Just show up April 9th. Uh, there's a Phillies game that day, so get there early. The Flyers play later on. It's it's going to be a big happening. Uh, so I hope to see you all there. That'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, you got to hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts, and boom, Content, baby. All right, my name is Bill Matz. For Kelly, for Steph, Charlie will be here next week. Have a great week, Philly. Are you ready to talk about sports? Yeah!